Kate away, tongue-tied, self-censor unravel We saw the full of shit years in school Dumbed down, we knew that trip Circle them, curriculum becomes news high Hung out to dry Minimum wage lives, lifelong suicide Spheres, circle, gravity falls What we think goes from cuts to scars How we walk, it builds up walls How we is, drops down bars Contact high, feel that fall apart We think, are we apart? We are conformed, drowned, dead fish Dark pool, deeply give Letting ghouls shape how we think Imagine this, we the people You read my lips Sinking ship Attention, attention, breaking news Headlines catch fish, not always truth They work, they net in the shallow pools Fresh fish, yo, break from them schools That's mind control, ship of fools Are we free, baby, are we ruled? You asking me? Hmm. I'm public school Yes, ladies, it is your boy Ace Cannon Trying to bring that sexy back 2023 with my other illustrious host. That motherfucker got smooth <laughs> and started the show. This is <laughs> Curious G. Turn the lights down low. Mm. Mm. Very white in the house. Go ahead, light a candle. All right, let's get the house cleaning out the way real quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look back to my normal voice. Hey, how's it going, guys? <laughs> All right, we're back, y'all. <laughs> this show is not politically correct. We are perfectly human. Yeah. We practice self-censorship, but no other kinds of censorship. None. Which means while we take on these topics, we're going to try to come in a respectful way. Because we respect. Because we all might not agree on shit. That's life. Oh, and I should say, we are not experts on any motherfucking thing, even though we talk with confidence in our voices. Um, all that shit I said last week, that's just opinions from me and my perspective. So, um... Cause I'm a dummy. I'm a dummy. <laughs> I went to a public school, <laughs> which I respect, which I give props to. <clears throat> so what's up, man? You got some shit this well, week? Well, I was just—I've been thinking about what we talked about last week, and most of our conversations we have on this podcast are a lot more upbeat, and we—I mean, we agree for the most part on on mm. most. And last week was the first time where we were kind—I of, was like, man, I'm not, I'm not feeling what you're saying. Mm. But I think I took it as we took it from a different perspective is what, what I came into terms with and what we kind of talked about a little bit um, about it. I just think that there was, you know, some, some notable things that have happened from the, the positive school or from the public school system. Um, notable people, you know, there's been a lot of a lot of solid people in the business world and academic academia in general that have come from public school. Um, it kind of becomes kind of skewed because when the actual education and things that we use on the day to day, they become from a public education system, but a privately funded school, you know? So mm -hmm. like in college, so it's kind of, a, I mean, I don't know. It's a weird thing this week because do we, are we talking just high school or are we talking college as well? No, I'm talking about the public education system yeah. up to a senior, you know, and, uh, you know, I think, I think colleges have other issues, but like, uh, this is really directed more towards, um, the, the public school system, Yeah, and not the private schools and all that stuff. 100%. And you Home were, and, and what you were doing, and, and I'm, I may be wrong as well, but I was, I was taking like, um, 
a micro idea and using a macro sense of it. And, yeah. and I, and that's how, and like, I, cause I, I, that's what it was. Is that like the Cosmo, the, the cause, the, everything I was looking at, like just, it, it was a bigger picture thing because it's just kind of what I do when I look at things. I, I kind of think always big picture. And I realized that I was like, what are you talking about? There's a lot of stuff that happens in this world. That's positive. It just made it to me, to me, it made it feel like it was almost like the world is stagnant. Mm. And I was like, what are you talking about, man? This shit is flying faster than we, like, we just talked about AI. Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, was, I was like, yeah. So I, I took even the purpose of what you were saying last week wrong as well. So then I was on a different, almost like a defense because it didn't make sense to me. Like why you would say that it didn't, I couldn't compute the logic in my head. And know? I think sometimes people misread the things I'm saying, but you know what? You actually helped me to give the title for the last episode. I don't know if you caught the title, but it's teachers are awesome, but the curriculum is shit. <laughs> you know? There we go. And I like that. I think that kind of sums it up, sums it motherfucking up. <clears throat> um, but you know, I, I did want to take this education thing in a different type of direction. But I did want to say kind of something a little bit first, and it's a little bit of a prepared statement, just because I want to refocus some things from the topic last week. I was emotional. That, that was, that's a topic that's dear to my heart. But if I were to say it a little bit differently, um, you know, children are required to be in school. They're made to go there, right? As parents, we have to bring them. Um, and, and they're in a place where their freedom is greatly restricted, you know, far more than adults would tolerate in, in the workplace, right? Scientists actually have investigated how children naturally learn, and they've realized that kids do so most deeply and fully with great enthusiasm and conditions that are almost opposite to those of the school. Now, these are scientific findings. Schools as we know them today are products of history, not created through research or developed that way. The blueprint for them was developed during the Protestant Reformation when schools were created to teach the children the Bible, to believe scripture without questioning it, and to obey authority figures without questioning them. Most students, whether A, C, or, or failing students, in, in our high schools have lost uh, the, the desire for even learning by the time they hit middle school a lot of times, or, or high school at the least. You know, and research has shown that people of all ages, no matter if you're talking about adults or kids, are better when they're kind of self-motivated and pursuing answers to questions that reflect their own personal interests. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like the things that we're actually interested in um, or achieving goals that we set for ourselves. So this is kind of like a, a, a self-guided form of education. Um, it's, it's where we don't have to force children to learn. All we need to do is provide them with the freedom and opportunities to do so. Um, we need people that pursue life with passion and, and take responsibility for themselves throughout life. And one of the things I actually saw this week was in, in India, they did this in some of the very poorest, most uneducated areas. They took computers and just put them out there in, in these towns. Mm -hmm. And these poor ass kids hadn't gone to school just went over there and figured out how to use a computer without anybody showing them. The scientists watched this shit, right? These kids figured out how to use the computer. Then they started to teach each other. Then they started to like look up information and have questions. And then all of a sudden they were able to speak intelligently about some of the things that they researched, things that they were interested in. 
you know? And one of the yeah. things that these scientists pointed out is, you know, as human beings, we have a desire to learn, you know? And, and I guess one of the big things that stands out in my mind is when, when kids are first starting off at school, they've learned so much, man, they've learned language, right? They've learned how to interact with people to a certain degree. They've learned, I mean, just countless things and they learn easily. And there's not all these fucking horrible feelings about actually the process of learning. Right. Yeah. So, so I kind of wanted to take this in a different direction instead of just looking at the structure of our curriculum and all that kind of stuff. I want to talk about self-esteem. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And and what what do you think that most kids feel like, you know, by the time they get to the end of the curriculum of school and the, the structure of the, the public school system? And I mean. Yeah, I think it's, it's definitely something that has been, so news has changed ever since the internet. Um, that obviously we know that. And I, I never thought about how other schools were doing in comparison to me. I like knew, other students, you mean? Well, not necessarily other students, but like other school districts. Like I didn't, I never really thought about, like, you know how you, when you have like a standardized test and they have like, you know, every school is ranked. Yeah. Like I never really thought about any of the other schools. Um, and... <clears throat> Yeah, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. All right. So, so to clarify, like ask that, ask that one more time to clarify what I'm actually saying here. Right. Like I want to talk about self-esteem, right? Self-esteem. Think about it like this self-worth, self-respect. Yeah. Right. So several studies indicate that 85% of Americans like adults suffer from low self-esteem. 85%. Yeah. That's a huge problem, dude. Low self-esteem may stem from many of the experiences we have in early childhood. Like, oh, I don't fit into school. Or I had difficulty meeting my parents' expectations. Or doing as well as fucking Jimmy in the seat next to me that seems to get all the right fucking answers. Fuck Jimmy. And anybody that looks like fucking Jimmy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then you got you got uh, uh, some kids that are neglected, some kids that are abused. Like kids aren't coming into school all the same, but they end up in the same kind of place, learn differently, but we treat them all the same. Sorry, I... I lost my train of thought. I had like four thoughts going at oh, one shit. time. Cause once you asked me, I was like, huh, what's well, this, 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 this. And I put, I, I think I put all the pieces together. Moment. So we're, we're talking about self-esteem, like yeah. ingrained beliefs that a person has about themselves. hundred percent. And okay. So this it's, it's twofold because education is so weird in this country because one, we're always told we're the best. This country is the best. So mm. you think that you're getting the best education. You know, so when you, so then when you meet somebody who actually had a good education, you know, you're like, huh, interesting. I didn't realize, I didn't realize mm. that there's a little different. There's levels to this shit. Levels. You know, and the same thing. Um, I had a good public school uh, system, so I thought. And then I was actually talking to um, the person I interviewed this week who I went to high school with. And she was like, we had a shit education. What are you talking about? Yeah. And we started talking about it more and more. And she goes, she goes, no, 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 no. She goes, you are good at school. 
And it's so funny because we were talking, I go, you know what's, I told her about our podcast. Yeah, and I go, yeah, we've yeah. talked about this. I go, the reason I like school is because you're right. I was, it's the way that I like to learn. That's why I wanted to hit that self-esteem, dude. hundred percent. So for me, like school was awesome. You know, like I really enjoyed it, but it'd be very easy. Not like, it's just like a, a you know, school, it's school's like a job. Like we always talk about, you know, there's only so, there's only so many few positions that everybody wants. Mm. You know, a lot of workers, but only a few positions. And I happen to have one of the good positions. You got the, you got the sweet spot, man. Yeah, I was on that good bell, court, a good bell curve. Now, look, man, I was, uh, I'll be a little honest. My senior year, I missed one problem on one test. Yeah, you, you, I, was, I was a student. You did your thing. That could, that could get all the right answers, right? Where I was a dummy was I manipulated my way through school. I manipulated my way through school. But you know what? Where I came up in elementary school, like these motherfuckers were selling LSD in those lick-on tattoos in third grade. It was rough-ass school. You weren't supposed to be smart. You know what I mean? And and for a lot of my time, when I was young, I was the fucking good kid in school and wasn't really fucking trying that hard. So, like, I I was real lazy. You know what I mean? And, and the thing is, is we all have the same pace is kind of one of the things I was getting at back there. You know what I mean? Like there is no separate pace for people. There's no separate learning styles. It's like either you fit in or you don't. Dude, I, yeah. I think about that shit with pharmacy, like pharmaceutical drugs or because everybody's different. They're just like, yeah, but we got one type of drug for everybody. You know? mm. like, I'm like, what? We're just going to keep trying until we get it right. You know, but here's the thing about the self-esteem. Definitely different. Sorry. For the, for the child, academic failure can be devastating as a self-esteem, right? Yes. Like low self-esteem is, is common among mm -hmm. depressed fucking children. Yeah. And guess what? The 85% of people that have low self-esteem is adult Americans. Maybe, maybe this is coming out of goddamn schools and it isn't just like the pressure of the grades. It's the bullying. It's, it's. Like a lot of different things, man. Yeah, and for for sure. And and we always talk about education, you know, especially in the public school system where, you know, there's too many kids in the classroom. There's curriculum that doesn't it doesn't get kids excited, you know, to do things. And it's just it it it's just it doesn't it when you when you lay it all out like it just doesn't sound fun. And when it's not fun and when you're young and you have no real responsibilities, it's hard to get excited for the future. You know, where I'm mm -hmm. just like, dude, this is just boring. You know, I don't know. And people should be excited to learn. Yeah. Like learn the things that we're actually into. You know, and I've, I've said we should do away with grades. I think that the, the, the place of testing should be in the placement test is uh, going into college. Yeah. And, and getting jobs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, sorry, Jimmy, you just can't seem to pass the test at the college level. <laughs> You're going to have to take some remedial classes and maybe get up to that spot. And that might cost you some fucking money. Dude, you know, okay. Um, when I took, this is one of the like college and this is a college thing. So I know it doesn't count, but I, I realized, and when, this is something I realized when we were talking, my, my sports statistics, like, okay. So my statistics teacher we had like 85% of athletes. So he literally just made every, every test question like sports related. Cause he was mm. like, 
I'm going to teach to my, my people. He's like, it's funny because I can teach you this regression model, but for some reason, if I just use it in football, like you understand. Oh yeah. Like it does, it, it's, he goes, it's the same fucking thing as you would use doing it completely in the, you know, uh, architectural sense or a statistical sense of a company like Lockheed and Martin, but we'll use it for the Buffalo Bills. Oh dude, when I was in fourth you grade, know. if they did addition and long division with titties, Oh, I would have. I would. I would. I, I hope the number keeps going. Yeah, well, I'll keep. If, I'll keep adding. If you got four titties <laughs> and you want to see two more, how many titties are you gonna be looking at? I would have nailed math, dude. You know what I mean? But then again, you know, I'm a little fucked upper than a football bat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I I did do some some learning on the educational system though, okay. this week, okay. and I learned about the importance of how much like Rockefeller had. Mm. In in the original, like the when when everything was first set, I didn't realize that Rockefeller became rich once his monopolies were broken up. Like he he had money, but he more so had power and influence because he controlled the market, so he controlled the prices. So he's making a shit ton of money, but it wasn't quite like public money yet. So he like had to make it fun. But that's how he ended up making his money. But then he had all this shit ton of money. So then he decided to invest all this money into the education system of the United States of America. And mm. when he did that, I he, wonder why. Yeah. Well, because he understood, he said, I, I don't want them smart. I don't want them, you know, I want them smart enough to be able to do a job and not smart enough to understand that, you know, it's exactly what we're fucking that talking about. That sounds like an echo. Yeah. So that, so in that regard of high school, yes, that I agree with a hundred percent. So when they, when they first did this, um, they ended up having two people that like they were trying to kind of debate the style of teaching that they wanted. Mm. And one of them was by a woman named Charlotte Mason. Okay. And okay. the other one was by a woman. I don't have her first name, but her last name was Dewey, kind of like the Dewey Decimal System. Ooh. All right. Now, M Mason was more of like a Montessori idea. You know, okay. I don't know if you know who Maria Montessori was, but she was like Montessori she, schools. Yes. So she, so there's no, there's curriculum, but it's more like you build on your, yourself. So, like, for instance, if you put two blocks together next week, we're going to give you another block. So then you'll okay. do three blocks. Now, why we'll do two more and then we'll add on top? So everything is like levels you know, to yours. So that's a good education, I feel like. But but you kind of just learn how you, you learn the best style for yourself. You kind of just, your first couple of years are just you freestyling. Like, mm. let's just kind of see what it is. We have a base curriculum here. Let's just kind of see how you like to learn. Right. right. All right. So, and that's kind of what you're talking about. Now, one of the things that this Charlotte Mason said, um, she said, give a child something to love, something to do and something to think about, you know, and then she, so that's how, and then she, that's how you'll see the best results from a child. And mm -hmm. it's what it is. Cause so it's formulating the thought of curiosity. Now, <clears throat> Nick, I don't, we're never thought to like be curious in our school system. You Fuck know? no. You, it's like, this is what we learn and this is how we learn it. Like my, the best example to me is this thinking ever, like Cleopatra's from Egypt. You know, like when I was a kid, I was like, that's would have been my answer. Yeah. You're given these answers and you're supposed to fucking <clears throat> regurgitate them. Yeah. So, um, so, and she, but that, but what she thought though, was that a, pro a proper education never loses sight the exclusive exclusivity and value of the individual a lousy education never uh, never sought or blocks it out to pursue uh, popularity or an agenda and mm -hmm. that's where we are different to where the system which is so funny the dewey decimal system because it is just like i don't know if this is just ironic or if this is coincidental but if you remember the dewey decimal system which i'm sure you do I was had that at Hoover Elementary. Um, it's just a bunch of cards that had numbers in unison of what books correlated with the library in location, you know, what, where they were. So, um, which is very much like a system oriented factory of people. Yeah. You know, it's just the same thing. You know, just learn A, you can do B to C, where Z is the product. And that's exactly what it was. So, um, 
It's so weird. Cause at the end of the week I was like, it's, it's so nuts. Cause I agreed with you actually last week. Like actually I do. Yeah. Which was so weird. Cause I was like, why didn't I, I, I it bugged me. I was I'm like, going to say that we are, we are a product <laughs> that is supposed to be not free. Yeah. <laughs> you know, go to work, play by these rules. Don't challenge authority. Don't challenge the system. You know, even if we get the opportunity to raise our hand and ask a question, you better ask a question pertaining to the information that you're supposed to say is right on the test. Yeah. You know, and it, you know, one of the examples that we actually talked about this a few weeks ago, I brought up the idea that um, there's 28 states, uh, I think, only that teach at sex education in the schools, and they're not even required to give accurate information. And why is that? Because of the influence of the church. You know, we have so much influences that come from other places. When I was in school, I don't know if you were taught this, the Bering Strait theory. Do you remember that? The one about walking across. Walking across yeah, the over bridge. fucking, yeah, the little ice bridge from bridge. Russia to, to Alaska. You know, you know where, why they had that Bering Strait theory? Why? Because the scientists were Christians that taught this and they had to have everybody come from Adam and Eve. Right. <laughs> that was the way. That is wild. That, well, I've never heard that before. Well, Holy moly. So, so this is the thing. So the theory was that we walked across the ice into North America and that's how we spread through North America yeah. was in yeah. the North America, down into Central America, where your people from, I right? Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Down into South America and all this and that. Although what the interesting thing is, is if you were to actually talk to the cultures from the people that's here, that is not the story that they mm -mm. tell. And if you actually look at the science of archaeologists where they found people, the oldest civilization is all the way at the bottom of South America. It's the oldest civilizations that they have in the Americas. Now, here's the thing. You're in the Bering Strait theory reality, right? You walk across the motherfucking ice, right? You come up into Alaska. You're like, no. That shit cold. No, I don't like that shit. I'm going I'm to I'm walk down, down through Canada. Fuck Canada. They ain't got nothing good. There ain't no American football there. Let's keep going. We get down to, we get down to Washington. We ain't going to mm. eat their fish. Mm -mm. Fuck that shit. No, don't need none of them trees, them no. rivers. Mm -mm. No, we're just going to walk through that Oregon, mm. California, Central America, all the way through South America before they go, all right, this is good. kind of far, man. It is kind of far. It's like the Forrest Gump. He's like, I'm, I'm kind of tired. Wouldn't you demand the keys? Go whoever's home. driving this motherfucking car? I'm going to go home now. Wouldn't you demand the keys? Wouldn't you be like, look, motherfucker, I don't think you know where you're going. I'd be like, this is a this is an awfully awfully long scenic route, my friend. Um, and, well, it was nice back there, dude. I thought it was just around the corner. It was a, it was a few corners ago. Isn't this America today? Who in the fuck has the keys? Mm. <laughs> Who's driving this motherfucker? Mm. Big business, baby. Oh. Honk, honk. So here's something that, that I discovered this week when I was looking at self-esteem and school and all this and that. This is one of the interesting things that stuck out to me, right? Let's take the rate of suicide among teenage American high school girls. My number okay. is 40%. The, no, 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 it's no, 40% higher. <laughs> well, suicide among girls yeah, is 40% higher after this yeah. age of social media. 30% for boys. I'm talking about the rate in which suicide is done today at the high school level by girls. 
The rate the of rate, suicide. The rate of suicide. Like how like, often suicide yes. happens? One out of yeah. like, girls have commit suicide? Or like, ex- is it a percentage? It's it's a rate. It is like, if oh. you were to compare this population with another population oh, okay, okay. that's I, a different I, size, you would need to know the rate, not necessarily the amount of suicides, because like, let's say if we looked at, oh, I don't oh, know, pre- the slave population pre-Civil War at the height of slavery, right? Oh, he like came, he came in, ready to go. in 1860, he came ready for that the was point. three 0.5% of the slaves of the rate of suicide. Teen girls today are experiencing record levels of violence, sadness, and suicide. Nearly one in three, 30% seriously consider attempting suicide, which is up nearly 60% from a decade ago. And there is a higher rate of suicide among teenage girls in our public school system than that of the slaves pre-Civil War. Dude, imagine that. A higher fucking rate than people enslaved that have no hope? (laughs) How is this fucking possible? Who's got the keys to the car, dude? That's what I want to know. Okay, I'm emotional again. I was like, I don't know. Let me take it down a notch. I don't know, man. Maybe I should... I don't know, bro. Maybe I should so, tell some dick jokes again. I know, man. All right, bro. Well, hey, what happens when uh, what does a robot do? <laughs> what does a robot do after sex? Oh, I don't want to know this. Yes, you do. Uh-oh. Say what? What? <laughs> he nut. Well, he nuts and bolts. Your jokes is bad, like a motherfucker. Yeah, I know. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so let's look at the best school in the world, Finland. Those motherfuckers. It's the best education system. Best in the education. World. They have no standardized testing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the accountability for teachers not required. It's cooperation, not competition. And guess what? Them Finns, they wake up later and have less strenuous school days than we do. They get consistent instruction from the same teachers in a more relaxed atmosphere. Less homework and less outside work required. In fact, the main objective of Finnish education policy is to provide equal chances for education to all individuals. Right? Schools focus on providing experimental learning that allows kids to enjoy learning. Right? Instead of what we do to them. Which is we are focused, hyper-focused on performance. You know, we, we strangle imagination and creativity mm-hmm. and free thinking and critical thinking. Now, here in the United States, there was actually a scientist, and this, this article came out a while ago. I want to say 2013 by the, in the Reader's Digest. It was a scientist that looked at people that actually homeschooled and didn't follow the curriculum. They looked at like 230 fucking people. You know, guess what? They're a part of society. They're happy. (laughs) Their self-esteems are pretty fucking adjusted. You know what I mean? And they have something that a lot of other people don't. Critical thinking. Critical thinking. Yeah. We destroy this stuff. Yeah. You know? I have a, I have a coworker who, I think he has seven children, if if I'm correct. Oh, shit. All homeschooled. Mm. All of them are working like baller jobs mm. you know and all of them very confident all it's just uh i mean out I, I don't know the exact number but i know that okay you know everyone talks well about their ch- their children for the most part i think there's a couple of them that are still trying to figure it out because he was just like 
Five for seven, not bad. <laughs> like but the other ones are just young, you know. They're yeah. Just, but they're going to think they all have a good education, everything. And he just, he said the same thing. He goes, no, man, we wanted to make sure our kids were prepared like, for the real world. And I was like, what a baller statement. Like, and you got to be able to afford to do that. Yes. If, if you're a single mother and yeah. you're working three jobs, you ain't homeschooling. Dude, 100%. And that's where, uh, you know, um, I... I don't know. You don't, I don't, I don't ask a lot of questions about people's personal life. Um, if it comes up, I'll listen and whatnot, but I believe that she stayed home mm. and he worked. So, I mean, take, but even the finances of taking care of seven, nine people in a household, you know, that's expensive. So you got to have some dollars even to do that and here, especially like being up in this area. What crazy. Well, I, I tell you one of the effects that, that education system has. And, and we're, if we're talking about self-esteem, right? Um, self-esteem lets us really kind of know where we are. Like if you look up the definition of humility, it says an honest reflection of oneself, right? You don't have this egotistical, prideful view of yourself that's like inflated, yeah. right? And you don't have this low low fucking self-esteem thing where you feel like you're less than, you know, and, and I, I've been that dude. I was the egomaniac with an inferiority complex when I was, <laughs> when I was young. Hey. Yeah, dude. I wanted to, I wanted to fucking prove that I was better because I didn't believe that I was good. Right. Hey man. Hey, I was part of that crew too. I'm just man. saying that was, crazy. that was me. And, and, uh, you know, we're talking about the Finnish schools, right? The Finland, right? The motherfuckers in Finns. Yeah. Uh, Finland is considered to be one of the safest countries in the world. Mm. Safest. Ain't fucking each other up like we're fucking each other up. Um, and, and poverty, Finland has one of the lowest poverty rates in the world, dude. And this goes back to education, right? Uh, it's, it's about half of the U.S. rate of poverty. The official U.S. poverty rate in 2018 was 11.8% according to the U.S. Census compared to 6.3% in Finland, right? Homicide in the United States, 91%. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Very low in Finland. Rape, 80% higher rate in the U.S. 80% higher rate of rape here in the U.S. than Finland. That's wild. Yeah, dude. That's I a mean, lot. And rape is, is not about sex. It's about uh, uh, control, control and violence, but, yep. right? And homicide, I'd say, is kind of the same thing. They're, they're on the same line. They're cousins. You know, yeah. and if you think about the way that we're educated, we have a very aggressive form of education. I'm going to get that motherfucking A. I'm number one. I've got I've to have it. And if you don't win, if you're one of those... Kids you that failing. If you ain't first, you last. If yeah, yeah. If, if you if you Make feel like lobby. if you feel like you're not smart enough, you don't have whatever it takes. Whatever it takes, you don't even know what it is. You can't have a, a parent at home that gets you tutors and shit. Maybe you're one in four kids that drop out of high school. One in four. And here's the thing about vertical mobility, which is an ed, uh, economic thing. If I am a parent that drops out of high school, guess what? Almost guaranteed that my kid's going to drop out of high school. That's vertical mobility. If one parent drops out, kids almost guaranteed to. If if one parent goes to jail, the kids almost guaranteed to. Right. Mm -hmm. So all this goes back to I think the way that we're educating because there is no place that we spend more time in growing up in our society collectively together. 
right? Just like how much time we spend at work, kids spend a lot of motherfucking time at school. I mean, eight hours a day minimum. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah. Like, and that's not even counting, like getting there 20 minutes before, 10 minutes before, staying after for anything. Fins don't. No, Fins sleep in. That's, <clears throat> you know what? <laughs> the one thing I, I just thought about when you were talking about that, I thought about military and it's what your country defi- decides to make, like what is of the mo- most of, of the utmost importance from a country. And, you know, for me, like the Nordic countries, they're not really known for being like warmongering countries, you mm-hmm. know, and they're able to invest money in the people. And also it seems like they care about equality, caring about people's thoughts, their thought, their life. And then in turn makes it to where people are able to control their emotions, to not rape people randomly, not kill people randomly. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that there's probably not, there's probably gun, they outlaw guns there too. I don't know that for sure, but it wouldn't surprise me. You don't get to 95%, you know, <laughs> You know, and it's crazy, you know, I, and, uh, dude, I've had a lot of feelings on guns and I, at one time we will talk about that. I'm sure we can get into all that. In fact, I got some songs that might be in that area. Um, I am more pro second amendment than, than I thought, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think that it's that same government control that, that I fear that I'm, I'm glad motherfuckers got guns. I ain't got a gun, mm. <laughs> but you know, I don't want to get off this, this topic. Yeah, we'll definitely talk right? about that. Again, I, I want to get sure. back to the low self-esteem thing. So after I found out that statistic that the, the girls in our high schools today have a higher rate of suicide than slaves pre-civil war, which is incredible to me. That's, it's unacceptable and fucking incredible. Like, I feel like everybody needs to know that shit. I told my buddy that this week. He was like, how did you even come up with that? I said, I don't know. I wanted to see what the rate of suicide among teenage girls was. And I wanted to see what the rate of suicide among fucking slaves was. And I was shocked. Right? So I started to so look three, at- So 3% of slaves and 30% of girls. No, say the- What was it again? Sorry. I know it's higher, but I just didn't- It was crazy what you said. Like I, I almost- I know that I couldn't even- I didn't compute it because I was like, huh? Wait, what? Okay, this is what I actually said. The suicide rate of teenage American high school girls is higher than that of the slave population pre-Civil War at the height of slavery. In 1860, 3.5% of the slaves um, were were killing themselves. Teenage girls are experiencing record high levels of violence, sadness, and suicide risk. Nearly one in three. 30% seriously consider attempting suicide, okay. which is up nearly 60% from a decade ago. What? Okay. What is, I get what you're saying, but what is the actual percentage? Like 4% okay, was that's, the rate. Because I'm saying that they're two different, they're two different yeah, points. Four, 4% like, was the rate of, of the teenage girls. Oh, okay. Right. Um, so this is uh, in 2021, 30% of female high school students said they had seriously considered suicide during the year do leading you, up to the survey. Do you have, do you have number of, do you have number of fatalities in that article at all? 
Like how many people, like how many- how This many was sl- suicides. Yeah, but how many people of the three, like the, the 3.5% of slaves, like how, how, how many people, how many number of people does that equate to? I didn't look at that. I looked okay. at the rate because okay. like I said, the population size is, is definitely different. Yeah, for sure. But but what what here's the thing though. You you take about the average life of a teenage girl and compare it to that of a, a fucking slave. Actually, dude. you know, we'd be able to, we'd be able dude. to do this. Yeah, for, you know sure. what I mean? Like what's for the sure. mentality I'm of just, a slave, I'm, dude? I'm, my numbers are crazy. I I can figure this out. Um, I just need to. It's, it's just cross multiply. It's actually really easy to figure out. Um, so, but yeah. But anyways. But what's the mentality of a slave, right? I started thinking about this. What is the mindset of a I fucking slave? Even, I these are there's certain games. I go. I can't even try. To, I, people just think about. It. I was like, bro, I can't. Okay. Here I, here's some of the things. Like I I couldn't imagine. I like, looked up some of the characteristics of the mindset of a slave. And one of the things it said is the mentality conditions you to accept harmful circumstances as normal. This is what it is. Yeah, hell yeah. This is normal. So like like accepting that we have a higher rate of suicide among teenage girls in our high schools. It's and normal. yes, it's normal. Our curriculum's fine. Yeah, you, well, you, no, everything's normalized, bruh. Here's, like, here's another thing that slave, the slave mentality is to believe whatever the master tells you, whether it's true or not. Yeah, that's the guy right there. That's the boss. And I'm not saying that, I mean, you might argue that fact, but how many slaves have their um, original African religion? Well, <laughs> they, I mean, got, they got them to, some Jesus. I, I mean, some, to, to be fair, some people say that's the origin of Christianity. They got them some Jesus. So, I mean, I'm just saying. Okay. Nah, I, feel, I feel you though. A slave does not value his own actions, but rather devalues everyone else's actions. So they all fucked up. Yeah. I just have to be here. I don't have a choice or else I'd I'd be way different if I had to be. And that sounds a little bit like self-esteem. 100%. Because when when we don't view ourselves very well... What do we do? We look around the world to judge. Yeah. To make ourselves feel better. It's easy to... I've always said that's why it's... It's fun... I've, I think I've said this on here, but it's fun to watch train wrecks. You know, I know that's why like a lot of people like watch like TLC, mm. like network, like 90 day fiance, all that crazy shit. Cause it makes you justify your life. But it's also the same way. We also like watching comeback stories too. So. Well, I'll, I'll say something real quick that, that Nietzsche said before I continue on with the slave mentality. Let's go Nietzsche. Nietzsche said when the ruling group defines more you you know this one? I think so. When when the ruling group defines what morality is, what does the opposition of good and bad mean? I mean yeah. Because if if you're bad, you're just opposing what the ruling class says is right. No, nah, well, it, it that's why I really like Animal Farm. Mm. It's a quick read, but it's so it's so beautifully written because it is. It's like that, man. You you. You know, I'm going to go against the oppressor. I become the oppressor. Well, here's, is, here's what slave morality was, right? Characterized by, by the mind of a slave. Slave morality is characterized by obedience. Obedience. The belief that all events are inevitable. Well, what can you do about it anyhow? We're just a we the people government. What can we really do? And it breeds pessimism and cynicism. Mm. And we feel fucking trapped, enslaved, I'd say. Slave morality <laughs> is created in opposition to what master morality values as good. 
and is by no means self-reliant. And we have a nation of people that don't feel like that they have any power in a we the people form of government. Yep. Holy shit. Dun, dun, dun. School? Are you to blame? Hmm. Public education? Mm. Are you to blame? So slaves are obliged to live their lives in perpetual service to their masters. An obligation that only the master or the state can dissolve. You know, we enter out of high school and into the workforce, many people earning a fucking minimum wage that they can never get out of. Straight into poverty. Just like the slave, freedoms are restricted. Restricted. They didn't have the freedom of movement, slaves, right? How many people work so much? They can't, let's say, leave from our town and, and drive an hour away to the mountains. Well, no, you get, well, it, yeah. Or have gas to go. Or have gas to go. Or yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right? I mean, it's, this is poverty. It happens. It's poverty, yeah. I don't, I can't, I don't have a number, but it definitely happens. They, for sure. They did not receive the level of justice in, in courts or that of a non-indentured person would receive. So, so justice isn't, isn't equal. Now, let's look at OJ. That motherfucker went to court two times. Once as a rich motherfucker, <laughs> he went free. And then after he got out of prison, right, he tried to steal his own stuff. Remember that shit? Mm-hmm. And he went back to court. And guess what? He was broke then. Mm-hmm. Tell it, me how equal the justice system it was. Just, it was, if anyone hasn't watched the FX OJ Simpson and is interested in the case at all and was alive. I want to watch it. It's worth a watch. Okay. They do a really good job of explaining a lot of things in there that I was into that case because I was, was a boy at the time and it was like the biggest news, news event at the time that I remember, you know, Um, I remember even Rodney King because I thought that was crazy. It was a video I remember watching being like, bro, they beat the shit out of this guy. But then, but then you start, I started, I didn't, you just need like refreshers, you know, because yeah. you just don't re- like you. You think you remember, and then you start watching. And you're like, oh shit! Like for the longest time, like at the time, I didn't even think about like the Kardashian mix about how like that was actually one of the dad was one of the lawyers, and mm. you know, didn't realize that they how close they were and how much evidence was tampered with, and the fact that you know Rodney King, all the police officers just got off recently and there's just so much crazy shit that went on during that time. It Dude, was I wild. learned everything I needed to know about OJ from watching South Park, right? I mean, done. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you pretty much can watch South Park and know a lot about yeah. a lot of what's going Dude, they, on in the world. They nailed a lot of shit Dude, right. spot on. Those guys spot. are fucking geniuses, bro. I'm, a, I'm <sighs> still a South Park fan, like 20 years later. I'm fanish. I'm if, fan. I don't, I don't tune in that know, much. But, but if it's, you'll definitely catch it like, that's funny as hell. Oh yeah, dude, they true. got my attention. Like, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Them motherfuckers, dude. <clears throat> I just uh, there's a quick a quick scene. It's like real qu- um, on like Facebook or whatever videos, and it's with um, it's with um, oh my gosh, why am I blanking out? The black character. I can't even think of his name right now. Chef? No, not chef. He died. Rest Token. In peace. Token. Token. Yeah, yeah. So he goes. So they were talking. Yes, I don't know why I didn't do that. He, go get go get the base in your base. We talked about this. Oh yeah, bro. That's okay. <laughs> that's why it was so weird. Um. It came up the next day after we talked about it. And I was like, oh, this is that clip. Ha, 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 ha. And it was just so funny because that was you I was talking to you about. All right. Scratch that. Wasted All right. Well, ten, let's get away from yeah, token. Ten, ten seconds of everyone's time. I apologize. So um, 
getting back to the slave mentality and yeah. doing the comparison between how we are educated in America and the mind of a slave, right? Here's another characteristic of a slave mind, not thinking that you can be better or that you deserve better. I want right? to talk about that. Mm. So you, you just lose hope? Yeah, I mean, that's like, that, that, that kind of... That's, like you have no that's, do you know how many people that got out of slavery that just kind of stayed there because they didn't know any better, right? Like they just yeah. stayed being slaves. Didn't believe they deserved better. That's so wild. You'd have to, you really beat down somebody. Like I don't deserve mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. I'm a piece of shit. Like mm -hmm. you're the problem. You know how many people think that they deserve the lives that they're living here in America? I think they feel like they deserve better lives. Most people, mm. not most people, but I hear it. It's fucking mm. crazy, bro. I can't stand people. Oh, you have a, have a conversation oh. with people about throwing away grades and say, you know, that, that grades are not an honest reflection. Well, 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 how would we ever know where they, where the kids are? Well, we don't now with grades. No, nah. it's not an honest reflection mm -hmm. of where we are and this pressure to get A's dude. And, and it's, it's so bullshit because it is, it's, you don't even know what a kid's week was like. You're reflecting like, we're going to take this one test. It's going to be 25% of your grade. Grandpa dies on Tuesday. Test is on Wednesday. Mm. You have to take it. I, I'm not here, bro. My, my, my mental is not here. But then thing is, though, is you've met people. I've met people. Mm. Whoever's listening to this, you've <laughs> met people. You can tell people pretty quickly about levels to their lives. It's always nice to feel experience like a... A random um, being surprised when you meet someone you thought they're an idiot and you're like, oh wait, you're actually like a fucking genius. Oops, that's awesome. You mentioned your brother before. Oh, and his experience with school. <laughs> yeah. You talked about how he's a motherfucking genius, and this is what you said. Oh, it's true. You said I see I'll this I'll motherfucker I'll every, every day. day. I see him. This every This is what you day. said. I, I remember that mm -hmm. shit. I remember that that's shit. All facts. And and did he do well in school like you did? No. Hell no. Doing better in life though. Mm. Coincidence. I think not. He had a mom that had his back. Well, that's but true too. Anyway, let's get away from this for a second. I want to get back to the mind of a slave, right? <laughs> Perfect. A lot of slaves, they wanted to go back to being slaves, yeah. even though they were free because it's what they were used to. And and where, where does that come from? That comes from fucking fear. Fear. Slaves had fear that held them back as individuals. Fear of change. Fear of taking risks. Does that sound like a high school student today? How many go into the military because they're afraid? They don't know what else to do. How many? I mean, join wars they don't understand. I mean, it happens all the time, but yeah, I, I interviewed a kid who did that. He was like, I didn't even didn't have an option, so I just decided to go. And I was like, all right, bro, let's go. So one of the characteristics of a mind of a slave is they believe on some level that it's fair. This is what I deserve. Now, if you look back in the philosophies of the people that were part of the, the Catholic church, uh, people like John Locke and stuff like that, that mm -hmm. was laying out these philosophies about slavery, right? They said that the slaves were tied to a, a sin of some type. Right, and that's why they were actually enslaved. It was justified, and, right? Yes, yeah, Saint Augustine. That was one of the motherfuckers, right? Thomas Aquinas. These are some of the f philosophical people in the Catholic Church that laid out reasons why some people were enslaved. They they went back to Noah and and the Old Testament where slavery was talked about early on, 
you know, and it was, it was mentioned that it was because of some form of sin, right? Mm-hmm. So how many of these people believed that that what they had was fair and it's what they deserved? <laughs> Maybe God wanted them to be enslaved. Yeah. You know, and if you don't think that that kind of shit came out of religion, look at the Ku Klux Klan that was a form of Christianity mm-hmm. that believes to this day that, that there's people that are less than human, right? <laughs> I mean, when we did our census here in the United States, black people, even after the time that they were released from uh, slavery, were counted as less than a person, right? Three-fifths, baby. Three-fifths, man. Yeah. So on one hand, it's a perception that one merely accepted slavery as their lot in life, right? Um, but, but fearing, fearing, this fear uh, of, of ever having better or change. Now, here's my biggest question, and this one's for you. Mm? You are a motherfucking money man, mm. right? And, and you know that slavery here in the United States was the thing that, that gave us the wealth. Gave us the catapult, baby. Yeah, that's the, that's the inciting incident that fucking pushed us mm-hmm. over the top, right? Was slavery, Yeah. right? Now, here's my question. As a money person, do you really believe that the slave masters would abandon such a lucrative, manipulative, and controlling system, even though laws gave people freedom? No. <laughs> oh, and is is it happening within our school system? Is that where we become? Is it happening in our yeah. school system? Is that where we become all those mind characteristics of a slave? Do we believe that we deserve this? Interesting. Mm. Mm. I... <clears throat> I don't know, because that whole thing about education, influence, I just thought about an influencer, and I think about the age that they're in school, and I think about how they, like, what are you, what are you really doing, you know? Um, I don't know, I think they, they, they all feel like they deserve to be famous, and that's just, like, the perception that I have right now, Americans, at least. Yeah. Um. One thing that I've, and I'm, maybe I never knew shit about the world, but I feel like I don't know what's going on in the world right now. Like, that's, that's ego. That's pride, right? Yeah. That ain't humility like what I talked about a minute ago. Remember humility? An honest reflection of oneself. Seeing the good qualities of myself, the bad qualities of myself, feeling that good feeling about the good stuff and growing that, and then seeing the negative stuff and wanting to improve that. That's not the mind of a slave necessarily. Mm-mm. That's a good self-esteem. Kids in high school don't have that. But here in this country, 44% of all workers earn hourly wages at this median uh, level. $10.22 an hour. Full-time, year-round, the median annual earnings of of 44% of all workers, $24,000. What did you say? $10.22 an hour? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Nationally, the study found that 32% are living wage jobs, enough to get by, but not take vacations or save for retirement, or even live in a moderately priced home, which means 76% of Americans, 76% either live in poverty or teeter on the edge, paycheck to paycheck. And, And credit, 
let's let's be honest, is an overinflated view of self, right? Credit as as financial credit? Financial credit. Oh, absolutely. Right? Like the housing market showed people exactly what their house was worth. It it balances itself yeah. out too eventually. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So yeah, because when, when you when you sign that 30-year fucking loan on a house, the bank is making a bet that you won't pay it off and you're making a bet that you will, but you won't see shit like COVID coming up. You won't see shit like the housing market crash coming up. Mm-mm. You don't see the shit coming. Not over 30 years. No. And in our society today, who's to say that in 30 years, life is going to be anywhere near what it's like today? Dude, I don't know. That's that's a long time. Think man. about that, dude. 30 years. I'll be, dude, I might, hopefully I'm still alive in 30 years. Wow. So only 24% of Americans earn enough to grow financially, take regular vacations, send their children to college without creating debt. 24%, which is a fucking small number. Yeah. And remember what I said about the fucking, the uh, one in four kids is a dropout? Two kids go on to higher education, but only one will ever graduate with a degree. Right? (laughs) Those numbers sound very similar. Yeah. So here's something. A national poll came as only 23% of Americans are broadly satisfied with the way that things are going in this country. 27? 23%. 23? It sounds really close to the 24%. 24. Yeah, what a, coinc- what a coincidence. Yeah, and that 1% probably yeah. just wants a little bit more than um, what the fuck they got. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's funny because you're, yeah, man, everything's great. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's yeah. great. <laughs> Ain't great from everybody. No. And in, unless we start to care about the people that are next to us, this country will never get better. As long as we accept a higher rate of suicide among teenage girls in our school system. Dude, you're, you're right. That's a statistic I never heard. How have I never heard that? Nobody ever had her, yeah, heard so that Yeah, that's so crazy. Shit. You do hear on Truth to Power, though. Hell yeah. Biggest dick is here with that Truth to Power. Mm. Now, I'm emotional again. I just... I can't even get mad at that, though. You're emotional about the future of this nation and the education system of a nation that will, in turn the next generation of a nation. So it's like, I can't even, yeah, man. I'm just oblivious in my own world. Dude, I said this at the start of last episode. I believe that every problem we face in the world today could be improved upon with better education. This is my core value. If you ever want to know where the fuck I'm coming from, that's where I'm coming from. It makes sense, right? What you're saying. Because Mm. if people are informed, able to make... A proper decision. But if you're not informed, it's really easy to make a bad decision. I mean, obviously, you know, Scotty Pippen signing his contract, bad decision. <laughs> Try to have some good peeps around. Oh, dude, we can get this inflated sense of self, too. Look at Russell Wilson. <laughs> Thanks, and Russ. Oh. And Russ, bro. Thank you. Dangerous. Thank you, Thank you man. Danger bust. You know, this is something I don't do a lot. Are we talking right? sports? Well, I, 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 I grazed on it, but we're almost out of time. And oh, I, come on, bro. And, and so the, the, song, the song that I wrote on for this, this episode was Schooled, right? Um, I usually don't go into the lyrics too often. I have, right? But I'm just going to kind of go into a little bit of the lyrics. And this is one of my more poetic things. So it isn't all super motherfucking clear, right? Educate, no wait. Tongue-tied, self-censor, unravel. 
We saw the foolish shit years in school. Dumbed down, we knew that trip. Circle them with curriculum. Becomes noose high. Hung out to dry. Minimum wage lives. Lifelong suicide. Spheres circle. Gravity falls. What we think goes from cuts to scars. How we walk builds up walls. How we is drops down bars. Contact high. Feel that fall apart. We think we are. Apart we are. Conform drown dead fish. Dark pool deeply give. Letting ghouls shape how we think. Just imagine this. We the people read my lips. Sinking ship. Amen. <laughs> now, my question in the song was, are we free or are we ruled? Ruled? Hey, don't ask me. I'm public schooled. Oh, shit. It was rhetorical. Ah, <laughs> Yes, you goddamn right. And that song had a lot to say. You know, I hope that, that people are checking out some of this music. I hope that some of the people that's listening to this show or checking out some of the topics that we have shared and some of the ideas that we're putting out. We are not experts on any motherfucking Mm-mm. thing, right? Do your own research. Seek out experts. Experts, right? But we are having conversations as rappers through the lens of art because we feel that these topics are important. And until we start talking about this shit, silence is violence. <laughs> Bars. Bars, because our daughters killing themselves in high school at a higher rate than the fucking slaves pre-Civil War. Crazy. 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 Is this an acceptable America? No. Fuck no, dude. I'm hot. Breathe. What what we going to do about this motherfucker, dude? Man, we just need everyone to read every book in the history of life. Hmm. No. Everyone get a Neuralink, get into one system. No, I don't know, man. I just, people need to take self like just self-responsibility, self-accountability, and just fucking go, bro. Tell your friends about this podcast. Tell your friends, friends, friends about this podcast and start spreading it. You start talking about the same thing. The only way, if you find any of this shit interesting, you know what? Maybe somebody else does too. Have these conversations, bro. Have these conversations, ma. You want to say? So I used to say when I was in high school, I beat that motherfucker up. What an idiot. What's up, man? And when we start doing some live shows. Which I was going to segue into show next. Show up. Yeah. So it's always support your family, man. I'm going to say this. And this is one thing because I know your album just dropped. I know Jasper Lee's album just uh-huh. dropped. Don't ever ask your friend who's an artist for a discount. Pay double. Help mm. the fucker out, bro. The reason why they're pushing this shit because they believe in it. You should believe in it too if you believe in your friends. You know, I still haven't asked for no money for none of this shit. I know. But guess what? Your money man's here. Oh. Yo, I'm talking to you out there, world. No, I'm just joking. We got big plans out here. But guess what? Big plans, revolution to change the world. <laughs> that shit ain't cheap, man. So I need you to go ahead, get out your 1990s checkbook, go ahead and write one to. <laughs> send it to this way because guess what we have some good shit going on we have some good things going on in the pipeline I know the future of this business this company this podcast everything we're putting together is going to be worthwhile we just want people to be part of this so when you have a chance really start thinking about this shit and see how you can you know co- contribute to this movement because you can be part of it man you can have your own movement you special don't forget that shit man best way to get moving to start thinking hmm you know who says don't talk about religion and politics? 
The man. The people that are talking about it. Yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the people that were talking about how we're going to educate these motherfuckers. What do we want from our school system? You know, <laughs> Let, let's teach them how to fucking create a battery out of a potato, but not suicide prevention. <laughs> All right, I'm beating this dead horse to death. This is the Truth to Power podcast. I am Curious G, and this is my man, Ace Cannon. And next week, we got another thing coming down the pike. That I know absolutely nothing about. Yeah, so um, I hope you all dig the show so far. Uh, This song that we're about to drop is called Lynch Mob. Mm. Truth to power. So, Sean, schooled, man. Schooled. Yeah, dude, this, uh, this, the beginning of this is what I think is the special thing to me. I don't know how you feel about the way this thing starts off. It's, um, it's kind of a little comic, you know what I mean? Like the, the way that the music is and the way it kind of goes into the thing. Um, yeah. But this has got to be one of the best bass lines you've ever come up with. I would say (laughs) for me, like schooled, um, you know, gratitude's a while out for people to hear, um, what's on the radio now, but, um, uh, relax and, uh, homicidal frogs, dude, those are some of the best bass lines ever. And this is definitely the, the top probably bass. Oh yeah. Simple, but it's, it's so good. Dude. Oh, even, even if you're not really listening to the lyrics, you can feel this one, you know what I mean? Um, oh, yeah. and then that's what I like about this song is that bass, man. It's it really comes in really hard on the hook too when everything comes in bum 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 it's like it puts you in a trance almost like schooling does in the educational system dude for public schools. <laughs> well, you know, I think that the music and the hook fit really good together in this song. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. The the lyrics get a little bit um, poetic in this one, and yeah. it's funny. Like I I, I thought. I didn't really want to dumb this shit down. <laughs> you know, even though we're talking about the school systems and all that, how not right. great they are. But, you know, I actually want people to think a little bit about this one. You know? I think this is... We've done so many songs, but um, when I was putting the podcast together earlier, and it's always cool to listen to these songs, you know, a couple months later and kind of like retrospect, right? And... uh when when the hooks come in on here, out of all the songs we've ever done, does this one not like not explode, but like the way the hook comes in and the instrumentation comes in and the bass line, like it's a perfect hook, right? Or am I tripping, bro? It's perfect, right? You know, it's it's really good. It, it it's got to be one of my top hooks that we've done. Um, yeah, you know, I think I'll always be a Take It Like Drac fan. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> You know, and, and and to this day, like give it up for me is one of my favorites. But this is definitely in in the in the top. Um, it's in the conversation, right? It it's in the be. conversation. Um, I I still think you know, and uh, you know, it's not something we've got into on the podcast. But I actually think that the best hook I've ever done is paint. Um, really? Yeah, that motherfucker, dude. I could feel coming through my blood, dude. paint's paint's really freaking good paint is really freaking good yeah that that was my favorite hook to actually perform in studio but this one it was one of those i couldn't get out of my head 
I just kept going over and over and over in my head with this one. Um, now, you know, I'd now start was this. This was, did we make this beat? It's been a, this has been a while, almost a year, but did we make this beat together or was this one when I used to kind of cook up and then call you and then see if it works? And then I do remember this was one when you heard it. I don't know if we made it together or not because we've done so many, well, but I remember. What I remember is like in the beginning of this, um, mm-hmm. I wanted to kind of do something a little different in the beginning of the song. And that's why the music is mm-hmm. kind of different in the beginning. You right. know, like I think I think the way that I first talked about this is almost like a carnival sound. You know what I mean? I think I did oh, that yes. with I think I did that with this one and then um crush. You know, crush. I kind of wanted yep. I wanted those carnival type sounds, uh, you know, kind of like tongue in cheek type stuff. You yes, know? And, yes. And the way this song starts off, it's it's talking about did somebody change the TV station to the War of the World version invasion, you know? And and the invasion I'm talking about is kind of like the way that our our schools have been taken over as far as mm. um the curriculums and things like that, the to take mm-hmm. away our freedom and and not necessarily create freedom. Um that's the American life cartoon absurd, you know? You know, I never got that bar until just now. <laughs> oh yeah, so like this is a call back to the um, the invasion of the body snatchers, right? Like, don't mm-hmm. go to sleep, mm-hmm. or you should mm-hmm. become part of the herd. You know, like mm-hmm. that was the thing they told you in, in invasion of the body snatchers is they get you when mm-hmm. you fall asleep. You know, mm-hmm. and in some ways, that's what they kind of want us to do with uh, with the school system is kind of go to sleep and, and not challenge things and not think too much. You know, so that's, sure. you know, War of the Worlds and, uh, um, you know, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. It's all that shit. They're out to get you. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you got to run. You got to hide. You got to think, you know, and, and that's kind of what I feel sometimes under the uh, public school system, you know, kind of just like zombies just getting moved along down the system. Don't oh, do yeah. anything too crazy and we'll just keep passing you. We'll keep passing you the next grade, kids. It's okay. And if you look if you look at the lyrics of this song, like I'm constantly talking about the the news. You yes, know, and, and that's yes. the that's the thing is like uh you know, we can't really understand a lot of the things that's going on in our politics very well because we weren't educated enough to do it, but nobody wants to admit that. You know? Um, <laughs> like, you know, some of the things that, that just don't make sense in our news, you know, we get, we get onto the tribe that is the one we relate to, you know what I mean? But if you really sit down and look at stuff, a lot of things just don't make sense. Like how long we've been in these wars, yeah. you know, There's what are they doing for all. us? <laughs> what are they doing Nothing, for us? Man. Nothing. You know, what's interesting. Um, I was reading the other day um, in relation to the school system. uh, There was a dude, and you're probably going to, you might believe this, but this is so outlandish, dude. It's true. There was a kid, man, who literally graduated from high school. Like, he graduated, meaning he got his diploma, right, and was sent off into the world. And he couldn't read, Sean. He went through the entire public school system, graduated, but still was like, like, illiterate essentially couldn't read i don't know where this took place or whatever but that popped up in my news feed the other day i was like huh so what is the school system actually doing well that's that's just it like schools don't want to lose their funding as long as we have 
funding attached to grades, as long as we have grades, we're never going to have a clear view of where our kids actually are. But the truth is, is do we really want to know exactly where they are? I mean, we put all this pressure on them. And this is kind of one of the topics we had during the show is the the self-esteem stuff. You know, right. but we would we would hope that people would be able to understand the news and what it means to vote. You know, and that's kind of why I focus so much on the the news stuff in this song is because you would hope the schools are preparing us to be part of a we the people form of government. You know, you would you would think and you would hope, but if they're graduating kids who literally can't read, how are they supposed to interpret the news or like form opinions, like real political opinions and stances on stuff if they're getting diplomas? Without being able to read the first page of a Harry Potter book, it's it's fucking sad, man. <laughs> and and I think that's the way it is, dude. I think that we're not really meant to get that stuff, right. you know. No. Um, headlines no. catch fish, not always truth. They work mm. their net into a shallow pool. You know, they know it's a shallow mm. pool. And and what's what's the net? It's it's the networks. You know, work they net. <laughs> you know, you flip that shit around. It's the networks. You know, they work their net into a shallow pool. Fresh fish break from them schools. It's mind control ship of fools. You know, <laughs> there's, there's you know some I, sneaky stuff in this song when you get right down to it, actually. Abs- absolutely. Okay. So if you had to, in retrospect, favorite, favorite excerpt, favorite, like four lines, four bars from this song. Can you, can you do it at the top? Like the standout that you're the you're your favorite for the fans. I, I don't think it's my favorite, but I think it's one of the the sneakier thing is where it goes enter trained trap because really I'm saying entertain, right? I see the wordplay. Okay, but it goes okay. enter trained trap subtract divide. Y'all know the math. You know, I just love that part right there. Um, I don't think it's the best say. lyrics of the song. But I, I think it's very inter- interesting because, you know, our entertainment is also, you know, just like our school system designed to keep us from thinking too much. These are traps. Right. Right. Absolutely. I like yeah. that. I never actually caught in- intertrained instead of entertained. Yeah. Like en- entertrained trap, subtract, divide. Y'all know the math. Comprehend they is <laughs> at your back. It's a hijack. Dunce hat. Same mind fails attack. Red pill uh. matrix type of facts. <laughs> Talk. Talk to him. Oh. Uh, and you know that that same mind fails attack? That's actually what Einstein was talking about. That the the same mind that creates a problem cannot get out of that problem, right? Like that was where he, his famous thing of of how he defined insanity was was doing the same thing over and over expecting different results right you know if you look at everything that he said there he said that the same mind that creates the problem cannot fix the problem you know and and i tell you what uh you know the way our thinking is it's kind of like that you know we're trying to look at this stuff but the way we think has been framed you know like we've mentioned the teachers a couple times through this whole segment I think right. teachers do a hard ass fucking job. In fact, I think they're, I do they're too. I being, do too. I think they're being asked to do an impossible job for low pay. And I think that they're doing it a lot of times because they're passionate about actually learning and teaching and they actually want to do it. You would have to want to do it. You know? Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. but but we don't let them. <laughs> you know, we just don't let them. You know, they're tongue-tied and censored. You know, 
88 gag orders this year alone since February in our schools. 88. Now, when it comes to censorship, this is the thing that I, I might have mentioned on the podcast before, but it's worth a second mention. President John Kennedy said that the American public libraries should be open to everyone in this country, that we should be able to freely go into these countries. The one person that it should not be open to in this country is the censor, because we need more books written from more authors that question more ideas. So he was a big proponent of actually having information available to us. But the way that things are censored today is they're just removed. They're just removed. And we don't think about it because that idea was just never put in front of us. Kind of like labor laws for uh, the kids that are going to school to be educated, to be workers. They're never really taught how to be workers safely. That's the censorship that we deal with today. I feel it's been a long time since we've been in a crowd of Americans and chanted, we're number one, we're number one. I'm actually surprised we didn't do more of that during 2020. We were number one in the world with vid one nine infections. We had more deaths in Canada had COVID cases. It's like they weren't even trying. In the 50s, the United States had the longest life expectancy in the world. Of course, we also had 40% of the workforce and labor in this country in a union. Well, we were number one then. However, with the declining middle class, we saw the effects in health, which now puts us number 46th in the world for mortality. No one really ever chants, we're 46, we're 46. That don't even sound good. But we still chant, we're number one. Well, perhaps because we're number 27 in education and we struggle to work out the math. Let's say here's 46 here and 27 there and then add in, hold on, hey, we're number one with this number. What's this number? Right? Oh, shit, incarceration. In fact, we lead the world with the most serial killers. We also have the harshest punishments for crime. And through all of that, we still produce 60% of worldwide pornography. <laughs> Yay, America. Hey, we may be fucked upper than a football bat, but we knocked all that shit out of the park. Am I missing something? We're 4% of the world's population, but have 25% of the world's incarcerated. Can we still say land of the free? Or is that fake news? Seems like we're either the rapiest, most pillagey cowboys in the rodeo, or, well, that's actually what it seems like. <laughs> I can hear somebody now, though. Listen up, bucko. Fuck the dumb shit. You just don't get it. It's our military. That makes us number one. We got the baddest motherfuckers on the block there, buttercup. Maybe we ain't got all that fancy education, but ain't no foreign pansy going to talk shit neither. We'll fuck them up, especially if they use them big words. Okay, so we rolled into Afghanistan and Iraq on tanks, cannon ball-sized balls dragging through the sand. My question is, how long does it take to kick the ass of some dudes riding a fucking camel? 20 years? 
That's like me gathering up 400 friends, forming a well-armed militia, and storming the middle school special ed portable in Kansas. Holy shit, them little bastards are tough. You kill one, five more pop the fuck out with a wiffle ball bat swinging for the fences. Must be something in the water. Yeah, like lead. Something else we're number one with. Mental disorders. Maybe that's why we still think we're number one. Because we're fucking crazy. To be delusional, one must live as if something is true, but it's not. Like the alcoholic that thinks that he can drink and drive. Or the pedophile that keeps volunteering to be scoutmaster. Maybe we just can't face facts. How about we do a thought experiment? Let's say my grandfather was told back in 1950 by some Korean prostitute that he had the biggest dick she ever saw. Now, with her being elderly, an elderly prostitute, he took that shit as a compliment. He had been so impressed that he tells that story every year at Thanksgiving dinner. (laughs) What can I say? Some nitwit will always ask, What you grateful for, Jack? Now, let's say I, too, am enamored with my own pendulant little soldier, like my dad was his and my grandfather before him. Just for the purpose of this thought experiment, let's say we think we have the biggest dicks in the trailer park. Now, just to make this example work, suppose we chant shit every time in the trailer park throws a block party. We got the biggest dicks! We got the biggest dicks! Even the girls from the family are chanting, We got the biggest dicks! My wife is chanting along, We got the biggest dicks and tote the biggest balls. Never mind that these women never grew near dick. But let's all suppose we ain't never seen no other dicks neither to make the comparison. How pissed off would everyone be in the trailer park hearing our dick chant? Especially the African-American dude across the street that likes to sport tight pants. Eventually, he wants to put the money on the table. His $5 foot long against my 50 cents away from a quarter. Do I admit that I got some dick debt and stop all the dick chants? I guess I would, if I I could accept reality as it is. But considering how I lead the trailer park and mental disorders, low education, and the highest rate of criminal behavior, along with the proclivity to murder anyone in the park that has a bigger dick. Well, perhaps I do what I do best. Just enjoy denial. You know, we keep saying that we're number one, but how many of us have ever even been to another country to take a look around? One thing we all must consider, we can't take the dick size of dad personally. I'll go out on a limb and say none of y'all is an ex-president. Any of you motherfuckers been driving the car? Anyone in this room got keys to the car? American leadership took our cars. We never gave them the keys. They just drove the fuck off. Then they drove back from some party that we never got invited to. And we don't know where they went or what they did with our car. Looking out the window after hearing the crash, we look outside and our car is all hobbled, beat up like a porn star's dick. And well, when we open the door, it's got a stink to it. One of them... Sticky smells that get stuck on your clothes. You can't even drive this fucking car. So you get that Australian lizard from Geico on the phone. He wants to know how your car got all fucked up. Are you taking any responsibility for this shit? Fuck no. I could hear y'all now. (laughs) Look, brah. 
a couple of drunk presidents stole my shit and crashed it. I don't even know how they drove it like this. Shit ain't got no wheels. The fucking seats are burned down to steel. And the steering column has been cracked in fucking half. The gas tank is filled with cocaine and Jack Daniels. And there's a goddamn dead goat in the trunk with condoms stuck to his goat fur. Fuck no, I ain't responsible. I think the issue is we just don't want to stop chanting. We're number one. (laughs) Why don't we want to stop chanting? Because someone might accuse us of not being American enough and supporting the troops. I guess we could chant. We're number 46. But that just don't sound that good. This is Curious G, and this is the Truth of Power podcast. Well, we just finished our part two on the public school system and the curriculums. Hmm, this has been a a heavy one. But don't worry, it's about to get a little bit deeper in this shit. We just kind of cut the thumb in and got comfortable. This song here that we're about to introduce for next week's episode is a song called Lynch Mob. And yes, if you're at all familiar with Willie Lynch, that's the motherfucker that inspired this song, The Lynch Files. Hmm. Give it a listen. Like getting soft dick undressed. The way I hit the mic, average best. Stage presence, oh hell yes. But no one's ever said picturesque. Nevertheless, Poverty doesn't have walls like black, like white These ideas and mine divide Black and white views, they lock my eyes Let the soldiers ride and die White privilege walls, they're built with pride I know this as I walk privileged lies How much do you trust eyes to find? Thin veil, collect, set eyes to blind All I know is not the trust Voice views, dangerous Framed, framing us In another's eyes It's like Lynch framed us to think we decide What's what, Mr. Willie Lynch? Divide? Mm. Guide us in? This is the ride to die when all the mixed up music ends. Cold crash from the inside in. Which hot ass slap cock back in all of them. Willie's got us on us again. Willie's got us on us again. Will never fight, but he always wins. Willie's got us on us again. Will never fight, but he always wins. Willie's got us on us again. Everyone knows what time it is. Protect, self check, own your shit. Big bad steps loud again. Heavy breathing fight, win or win, just to get back to blame. And then, doors shut tight, walls built for the kicking in. Sharpened up in some view of right. Eyesight, focus in. Quick cut to the skin. What's dark look like without bright? When does our war on us end? Me crushing you, you blasting back. And then it's all the score on Will's board. Losing trust among the poor. Shit, you all, I'm fucking sore. Everyone I know is poor. Swole stick is all we get. Tunnel view guides us in. Then the enemy cuts us with the very us that sees you S as versus them. What's what, Mr. Willie Lynch? Divide? Mm. God is sin, this is the ride to die when all the mixed up music ends. Cold crash from the inside in, get your hot ass slapped.
cocked back on all of them Willie's got us on us again Willie's got us on us again He never fights but he always wins Will's got us on us again Will never fights but he always wins Willie's got us on us again was ebony and ivory just a melody about piano keys mixed together like wet to weather? Never touching thee. Trust lost comes with cost. Self-righteous anarchy, minds enslaved by social frames. Divided states of we, the people, spin on us again. Willie's got us facing them. Someone changed the melody. Whose song is singing G? Ivory, fight ebony. Social wars, lynch mob mentality. Are we losing harmony? Divide? Guide us in tight, now fight to the end When Ivory shows his dick again Ebony's cocked back, hold up Jack Willie's taking bets my friend uh, Will never fights but he always wins Willie's got us on us again Will never fights but he always wins Willie's got us on us again Will's got us on us again Will never fights but he always wins Never fights, but he always wins. Will never fights, but he always wins. Will never fights, but he always wins.